welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and discuss it in depth. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on internet radio station BFF.FM or subscribe to the podcast at For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. This week we're talking about the EP by Boy Genius, which is a collaboration between Lucy Dacus, Julian Baker, and Phoebe Bridgers, and starts with a song called Bite the Hand. I can't hear you, you're too far away. I can't see you, the light is in my face. I can't touch you, I wouldn't if I could. I can't love you how you want me to. I can't love you how you want me to. I can't love you how you want me to. inversion of everything I usually think when I think supergroup because it's usually more established artists and I think it's sort of a stereotypically kind of macho thing and it's usually like a bloated kind of thing often I just feel like supergroups are very self-indulgent it's a bunch of established artists and they are all a lot of egos in the room and this is the opposite of that it's these three young women who are all in their 20s just with one or two albums early 20s they're young but already so accomplished and then going in this direction it's really remarkable and yeah no filler it's just these it's just six songs yeah lucy Dickens has said in an interview that i read that she would she would rather have six songs that they were really happy with than 10 songs that they you know had some concerns about and the way that they did this is they're all touring they're they were all friends outside of this and they just decided to get together in LA for four days and record some songs together and they each brought one song that they had written and then one that was kind of the beginning of an idea that they could flesh out together and so this first song Bite the Hand is one that Lucy Dacus wrote yeah she's an artist we covered her first album on our show and it's been exciting to see her growth and I think her her most recent her second album showing up on a lot of best of the year list as long as well as this EP showing up on best of the year list for good reason and she is just so talented and I think the danger I have a little bit is that I am so impressed by her that it's I have to remember that like no she just because she gets the first song she's not dominating this thing but it sure is she is setting the tone because this has her just rich warm voice is front and center and the other singers are there but i think this is a good use of kind of stereo separation where she is literally front and center in the mix and then one of them is off the left one of them is off to the right which i guess is probably matching how it would be to see them live where it's middle left and right and similarly as her voice dominates it has that just rich sound where we heard it started with just a clean but still 
textured guitar, nice little bends in there to give it some flavor. And then it just builds in. I love this like kick drum kicking into that first pre-chorus and then just the, you know, the sky's open and it becomes just this full flesh sound. It's very rock and roll with just a hint of distortion. It's a really powerful opener. So the next song that we'll play is the one that Phoebe Bridgers brought, brought that had been mostly completed and it's called Me and My Dog. I had a fever Until I met you Now you make me cool But sometimes I still do Something embarrassing out there I think really illustrates the power that these three have in coming together where you can hear just really faint in the back those Julian Baker vocals backing vocals and she has such a powerhouse voice and it's just so haunting and like quiet and it just adds so much to the song and I I think of them just in listening to this over and over I thought a lot about the new pornographers and the way that they are kind of a super group in that many of the members have their own independent careers and when you listen to their solo material it's great but there's always something that's a little bit missing that when they come together they just balance each other out so perfectly in a way that makes them larger than the sum of their parts and I feel like that's really the case here these three women have very different styles but they just complement each other so beautifully. Yeah, there's this synthesis that happens, and I really appreciate after I think Lucy Dake is kind of dominating vocally the first one, she really steps into the background here. But stylistically, it really strikes me how they're different voices and different musical styles because she has sort of this low, rich voice, and I feel like Phoebe Bridgers is much kind of higher and sweeter, and Julian Baker, as you said, is kind of powerful with just a... You know, I, I keep hearing it uh, kind of country twang in there, but maybe that's just because the banjo that comes in on this track. And that's also this wonderful touch because you 
I don't think you would hear banjo on a Phoebe Bridgers album or a Lucy Dacus album, but it works perfectly here to just flesh out the sound and give it like some grounding that's really wonderful. And I also just appreciate structurally, both of these songs have just such patience and kind of just playing with expectations where if you're expecting, oh, this is kind of these these pop songwriters and you're going to get verse, chorus, verse, chorus. But no, it's like first pre, pre-chorus and then this weird bridge on the first track. You don't hear the title of the song in the lyrics until the very end in both cases. And here it's, you know, verse, verse, chorus, chorus, chorus. It, it's a, it just keeps building and it's not going to give you that release. And it just the emotional intensity keeps cranking up each time this verse comes back or the chorus comes back with different lyrics, but that same just musical intensity. It's really a delightful subversion of expectations. And I think they're all, they all have such great voices and they're such great songwriters, but they're all really great lyricists in different ways. And I think the way that they write together on this record is really remarkable because you can tell that they all can relate to each other in this unique way as far as, you know, just kind of their experience of life of touring and being kind of young and popular. I mean, have kind of built a career very young and are already pretty accomplished and having that spending a lot of their time away from friends and family and how that is a different experience than most women their age. And then also just having to build their careers in this industry that's very unfriendly to young women and in fact I think that the name that they came up with Boy Genius is clearly a an intentional reference to the way that men can just walk into a room and be listened to in a way that women can't and in fact are often just dismissed and there's an interview that I read where Lucy Dacus had this to say and she she said it was you know kind of a shorthand for this certain type of man and she says it's the guy that walks into the room and maybe has half the information but totally commands the room in this crazy way. Sorry, this was Bridgers. The kind of personality you trust because they're loud. We all know those types of personalities, especially in music. And then we were like, we we should absolutely call the band that. Yeah, there's the, the, just the self-awareness here and that they're very, I think, true to themselves and very open up their emotions. But there is this, that, as I said, it's not self-indulgent. It's self-aware. There's a sense of humor about it. Just some of the lines here are both, you know, I want to be emaciated is so just kind of heartbreaking but then it has this this ridiculous line of like, I cried at the sh- at your show with the teenagers, which yeah. is just encapsulates so much about like the sort of triviality of life. But what's really matter because those ex- even the dumb experiences you share with someone really have weight, and it's all summed up in the song that as I said just builds and builds and it's a musical intensity. It's pretty great. So the next song we'll play is one that they wrote together. It's called Souvenir. When 
really this wonderful sense of discovery for me because I think uh, Julian Baker was the artist with whom I was least familiar coming into listening to this album and I think she is the multi-instrumentalist who is bringing in things like that banjo earlier and now a mandolin on this track and it gives it such a kind of this earthiness of the texture and the fact that she's able to do that while also having this amazingly powerful voice and this is a nice song I think I've talked about other songs that had really surprising structures this one is just kind of verse ooh verse ooh verse ooh and they each sing a verse which yeah is it's very well i think well I, I think julian baker gets a double length at the beginning but we kind of came in after that because we can only play so much but it's i i like though that inversion because it starts off with the ooh, ooh but then you get this just this, this heartbreaking sort of self-doubt of like would you hate what you see like i or would you hate what you see like if I do? If you cut a hole in my skull, would you hate what you see like I do? And yeah, like I do then becomes the ooh, and that's just extending out this horrible sense of like, why would you think that? Your <laughs> The inside of your skull is awesome. <laughs> I mean, great music is coming out of it, so it can't be all bad. And again, that just that, that same notion, though, that this is sort of self-doubt without self-pity, without being self-indulgent, and that... I think this is a real also just stealthy because it seems so simple, but then just sonically like, oh, there's again, the mandolin, but then some kind of slide guitar. I think you pointed out that there are horns that I didn't even hear the first time. Yeah. Maybe some so kind subtle. of synth. There's just like a lot of textures, you know, interweaving. And I think some of the songs really fly on their voices, kind of interlocking and intertwining. And here the voices are much more distinct. And then you get this just nice tapestry of, musical sounds especially at the end kind of layering over them and they're just going ooh as these instruments are inter interlocking and it's really pretty yeah i feel like they they fill in holes in each other's music that you didn't know was there and i think for example lucy Davis had said in an interview that i read that she doesn't really like playing instruments she likes to write songs and sing and she has a great backing band, but she said she played guitars maybe twice on this record. And, you know, then she's playing with somebody who plays a whole bunch of different instruments and was really excited to do mandolin and all these other things. And then, you know, Phoebe Bridgers has this really delicate, like sad Elliot Smith style pop that doesn't have the richness that the other two bring into it. And I, I like Julian Baker's music, but it's very emotionally powerful and stripped down and just hearing her powerful voice with all of this layered mu music musical instruments is really just brings so much more to it and I, I know I said this before but it's like just being greater than the sum of their parts just the three of them together are really amazing yeah it's very exciting and it, the excitement continues. No, the next track we're going to play is called Stay Down. And this was the track that Julian Baker brought that was pretty much finished. So would you teach me I'm the villain or
these women write lyrics that are smart and dark and f- very witty and also just a lot about relationships and self-doubt and mental health. But I think Julian Baker is the one who really has the gut punchiest of them. And I think this is just a great example of her lyrics writing. Um, one of the songs that I'm most familiar with her with from her in her solo career is Everybody Does. And that has the the end, you know, you're going to run when you find out who I am, but it's all right. Everybody does. And it's just like that. It's just painful, like, but beautiful lyricism that just gets right to the point. Yeah, the this notion of just ha- feeling like she has to apologize for who she is, and it's so sad, and this really, and just having this kind of ethical framework of, like, I'm a sinner, and this just horrible image of, like, being baptized or just drowning, and eh, one or the other. It's really sad. And I think they're very aware of the fact that these are three young women and they're reflecting the culture that teaches women that this is kind of how they have to be and they should apologize for anything that isn't about pleasing the people around them or just like being a positive thinker and having any sort of depth is a problem. Yeah, that there's this song is very much about or it has this notion of like various forms of withdrawing a feeling like detached from your own life where it's just like you're just playing your life like a video game and just withdrawing and staying down being quiet and it's like and it's of course the inversion that the entire song is a these are performers who are singing out their truth to the world they are not being quiet they're not staying down and that just this song builds up triumphantly where there's just all this like piano. I think this is some of the most prominent synth sounds, this really dramatic string section. So it's just this overflowing kind of exploding wall of sound over this, I'll stay down. It's just the lyrics and the sound are so out of whack. And it's just, it's good that the song is about the urge to do something that at least professionally they aren't doing. And thank goodness. Yeah. The, the, I think it also reflects the, the emotional intensity that you mentioned that kind of just ramps up in a lot of these songs up and up and down. I think it reflects the fact that they are friends and they knew each other and they feel comfortable together. And so they're able to sort of express these emotions in a way that they might not in other contexts or if they're playing with people that they don't know as well. And that's really amazing to see. Yeah. So the next song we'll play is I guess another collaborative songwriting called Salt in the Wound. Secret. 
song is such a powerful showcase for all of these talents. I mean, the entire EP is, but here, just where we heard that second verse with just I think Julian Baker and maybe a little Phoebe Bridgers in there just belting it out and then going into that chorus of just the Lucy Dacus's kind of droll voice with just, I love that lyric of trick after trick, I make the magic and you want to unrelentingly ask for the secret, which almost doesn't work. Like it's so kind of a lot of syllables crammed in and yet she sells it and it's just the wit and the sadness that it's like really funny and really sad about just, hey, I'm doing the work here. Well, and that's preceded by, but you take and you take like silks up my sleeve, tied corner to corner, never ending. And I made the joke that I know because I, I think only one of them is straight. So the song can't be about all men, but that is how well, it's I just about all it. people. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's it's really that it is heartbreaking. And yet that sense of they are standing tall. Mm-hmm. And that is w- what we take away from that, that this that th- they're learning and like I just trying to contemplate being remotely this wise when I was there <laughs> not by a thousand miles. Yeah. This song is, I think the best song on this EP and one of my favorite songs of 2018. It's just so powerful. And it's just such a reflection of women standing together and focusing on their relationships to each other as what helps bolster them up against the world and that's just so encouraging to see and i think it's such a good inspiration for other women their age yeah these voices standing together stronger together than they are apart and you know while oftentimes watching live footage like a video of a live show is kind of crappy but just being able to see julian baker's guitar solos which (laughs) you kind of get a little of it on the album that she is just jamming and of course live they just let her loose and it's pretty amazing and just i think it's a good showcase for her guitar talents yeah she's an incredible guitarist and yeah it's the the respect that these artists have for each other just really shines and it is I think a testament that usually with these sorts of supergroup projects, it's like, okay, well that's cute. Now go back and do your solo work that you were doing. Cause I want to hear more of that. And it's like, no, this is, this was really successful. And again, leave them wanting more with only a six song EP. It's like, Oh, I think if they'd thrown 10 or 12 songs at us, I don't know why I'd feel that way, but with it's just this short and sweet and more and more and more. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I really hope they make more music together. And I know that, I it's sort of the narrative that media and culture puts on young female stars is that they are expected to be divas and want to hog the spotlight. And I know that I've read interviews about where, where all three of them are saying what they really enjoyed about doing this project is not having to be the front person and not having so much attention on you and being able to be proud of it, more proud of it, as a result, because it doesn't seem so narcissistic that like we're proud of this thing that we made together and that they just really enjoyed the process and being creative together with people who understand their sensibilities and what they're trying to communicate. And so I really hope that they follow this up with more, more group projects. Yeah. And I think it's, it is nice though, that I think as so many of these songs are so emotional, like emotionally intense and musically intense with the sound building. But here we come to the last song on the album and I'm glad that it's a really nice change of pace where it's stripped back to, I think just a guitar and there are three voices and it's very much 
instead of being in a rock or pop kind of sound, it's very like traditional folk. And it feels like the sort of song that has been around for a century. And Mm -hmm. it's so much about their sweet voices together, standing together without any backup and being powerful, just the three of them with their voices. And yet it's, you know, it's a song that's very much about now about what it is to be a woman and a touring artist in this modern world. And it manages to be both of those things so powerfully. And I think it, that it's amazing that after all of this, you know, storm and noise, they could finish with something so kind of sweet and quiet and and equally powerful and, and as much about their experience and as true to that as you can imagine. Yeah, they wrote this in like half an hour and then they were just kind of singing into the same mic and the sound engineer just sort of set up stuff around them and then they just kind of recorded off the cuff and it really feels that way. And I love the way that, as you mentioned, with all the emotional intensity in the prior five songs, it's just this is a really relatable song about just kind of touring around and going to all these places all over the world but not ever really seeing them because you're just performing and then you're on to the next place and just being away from your friends and family and and missing them yeah and it has the uh it it does have you know one thing that is just it's so sweet and satisfying and yet it still i think undercuts you because it has this entire like i'm never home long enough to know and that's the sort of end of the chorus and then the last chorus just cuts off i'm never home long enough and then it just leaves you hanging again like that one we yes we want to hear the more come go to her come back to our town we want to we want to hear more albums we want to see you live because this is just such an amazing statement of like we were all amazing together and now we're gonna blow your minds working together i think you mean we were all amazing apart oh yeah that's also what i meant (laughs) so we'll go out with the last track called catch em idaho and we've been discussing boy genius and you've been listening to for the record thanks for listening back in the states now in a college town I would walk around But it's really coming down Mesmer